What's up guys, I'm Matt, I'm here with Carmelo. We're both members of the Stack Investment Club and we're gonna talk about the current financial conditions and investments to look out for and watch. This week, the Federal Open Market Committee met and the Fed made their decision on their policy from this meeting with the current high inflation. Carmelo, can you explain this a little bit? Yeah, so as of Wednesday, the Fed announced that they are going to raise the federal funds rate 75 basis points and we see the market react shortly after that the S&P fell to, for the day 1%. And the meeting was, uh, it ended around 3 o'clock. So for it to fall 1% on the day shows like people are people were uh, pessimistic after what happened because raising 75 basis points is showing that they're still being very aggressive in fighting inflation and uh, raising interest rates can affect the market quite a bit. Yeah, I did want to mention that um, Powell did say that um, next meeting, or the one after that, they're going to start uh, decreasing it to 50 basis points. They want to see what happens with this uh, 75 basis point hike, and then they're going to um, cut it back and watch for it a little bit. So they're thinking of a lag in policy and how it could affect everything yeah, with inflation. Yeah, definitely. So I actually saw economists, according to Bloomberg, reading the Bloomberg briefs, that they say a recession, it looks like it's on the horizon, and they expect a 50% downturn in the next 12 months and a survey rise in unemployment to 5%. So it doesn't look, it looks like people are still expecting um Bad outlook, right? Yeah. The economists always like to do that, though, too. They like to give us the bad in the world. Yeah. So, actually, this morning, we did see some positive news with the labor market. So, we see uh, payrolls, actually, they increased at a higher rate than what economists actually thought. So... The market reacted pretty well as of right now. Um, the S&P, the Dow rose 1.5% on a day so far. So we also see new numbers for unemployment. Uh, they rose quite a bit as of today, November 4th, as well as labor force participation slowing down. So we do see some slowdowns in the labor market, but we do see some positive growth. So considering back to the lag, we could see maybe the Fed is watching out, even though there is a quite a strong labor market right now. They're considering that the lag in policy, which basically means that policy takes a bit to kick in to affect other numbers. So I could say it's good that the Fed's looking out for this. What do you think? Yeah, I think so too, but I think they had these numbers before, or at least the general idea. So, I don't know. I feel like they're smart people. They should probably know what's going on and did it for a reason, and hopefully in uh, next meeting it's a 50-point basis hike to kind of uh, slow it down for everybody else with these high interest rates. Yeah. What do you think of... Uh so, like, 
people, we see that people are expecting recession. I saw on the Bloomberg economic forecast that they're expecting 60% probability of a recession. So we're seeing a recession on the outlook. So what do you think are some key stocks for recessionary periods? Um, well, we'll start with sectors. Uh, consumer staples is a good sector. And um, basic transportation, because in, uh, in a recession, you know, people, uh, they have trouble getting to work in a sense that they don't want to pay for the high gas prices currently, too. So they'll take the bus, buy a bus pass, or, you know, train yeah. to save a little money there instead of, you know, spending, I don't know how much it would cost to drive to, to the city, but, you know, instead of wasting gas and driving to the city every day, it's a lot of money you end up, uh, you know, missing out on saving. Tolls, too. Yeah. Um, so a few stocks, uh, Procter & Gamble are pretty good, Coca-Cola, Keurig, um, those are good consumer staple stocks that will probably uh, stay pretty stable through the recession. Yeah, you're not going to see people like stop buying some products like that. I think that um, products that we look out for during a recession, so we have to think as if we're on a budget, basically. On a tight budget, what would we buy? So if we're investing in the market, we have to think, during a recession, what would I buy at the store? So would I stop buying milk? Would I stop buying soda? Soda is not expensive. Milk, relatively not expensive. So we're not going to stop buying the stuff that we do on a normal basis. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So Yeah, definitely. But when we go to the store, we're not going to buy the... Uh, the expensive shirt, the $50, $60 shirt that yeah. we would if we were making more and um, there wasn't a recession on the horizon, basically. Yeah. So I think when you look as an investor, you have to look at what, what would you buy during these periods. And I feel like if you think of an eye of a buyer at a store, it could help you as an investor like you just use that ideology, use it to investing, and you could actually see and make sense of what's going on. You get what I mean? Yeah, definitely. It's a it's a great idea to, you know, uh, you have to look ahead and figure out what's going to happen, or at least have an idea, and then think outside the box and think what's going to do well, what's going to, you know, stay positive during a recession. Mm -hmm. I think. Uh, we also have to consider, even outside of regular recessions, because we look at past recessions, some stocks do well. But we have to look at right now what's going on with trade. So right now we're going through a lot with trade as far as energy and oil. That's yeah. probably the biggest topic, since, especially since the war. Not, not even since just COVID. It's been since the war because sanctions on Russia affect... Uh, oil prices because mm -hmm. they're a large exporter of oil. So looking how the governments react to that, I feel like we should keep an eye on energy stocks because you're going to see other companies do pretty well. Yeah, and OPEC Plus is uh, cutting their supply, supply yeah. or not their supply, but what they're, uh, you know, giving. Yeah, what they're, they're cutting it by $2 billion. 
two, two million, two, two million, million barrels million. a day. Yeah. That's that's quite substantial and could affect gas prices here. So we got keep watch. Also keep watch of climate conditions. Right? I feel mm-hmm. like that's very important. Like we just saw the hurricane not too long ago. A f- destroy parts of the country and destroyed florida yeah so we have to look at that and see all right winter's coming snowstorms blizzards how's that going to affect production of certain things how's that going to affect um what we buy because if there's a snowstorm and we gotta i don't know fix a fence or we gotta shovel a lot of snow we need a snow blower i'm going to lowe's or if I got to fix a fence, I'm going to Lowe's or Home Depot or stores like that. Like, keep, like I said earlier, keep in mind of is as if you're going to a store, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they should probably do pretty well during a recession as well because, you know, if your home's broke, you got to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's going to be a bigger problem. Yeah. And uh, we do see like service based inflation has gone up. So people might see that and stop paying for services done. So they might try to fix things themselves. Like you said. Yeah, with the that's people when going. the handyman come out. Yep. So um, I wanted to touch on what's going on with semiconductors. What do you see what's going on with that? Yeah, there's a lot. Um, Biden pulled out uh, most of the American workers from the uh, from China's factories. Um, this is part of the trade deal that's not so much of a deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, China's cutting basically our supply of semiconductors. There was a, a bill passed for $50 billion or around $50 billion to you know, start factories in the United States for semiconductors. And one good stock for this, I think, is Qualcomm, which they produce uh, chips for iPhones, you know, the whole phone market, basically. And they also have patents on the 5G, 4G, 3G, all that stuff. So they're very heavily in the cellular market, but you got to think those aren't going away. Yeah, they're not. If anything, they're going to be they're going to be in high demand. People yeah. are not going to stop buying phones. But I mean... Well, if they break them, yeah. I, f- I don't know about high demand, but... No, you know, if they break demand, a phone, yeah. somebody breaks a phone, they're definitely going to... Demand in the sense that people are still going to need new phones now and then. Yeah, so that's a, you know something to look into, too. The semiconductor industry is very uh, interesting right now with how it's being uh, treated, and uh, the car market needs it as well. Uh, the chips are in high demand, that's for sure. Yeah. I wanted to touch on the earnings reports from quarter three because those started coming out this last week, past few weeks. We've seen a lot of earnings reports and we're seeing some companies that we thought would hit their earnings target that they're not. Like uh, some companies are hitting lower earnings per share than expected and people react to that right away. So looking right now, um, for example, See, I had one. So, looking at Clorox, Clorox hit a higher earnings per share than expected, and it was expected to be around below seventy-eight cents, and it went 
above 90 cents. So it doesn't look that big of a difference, but we're seeing that they're beat, some companies are beating their targets. And yeah, you could see a big difference in, uh, in Qualcomm. In uh, quarter three, they beat earning per share by 3.3%, uh, 3.13%. And in quarter four, they missed it by 0.13%. So that's that's where you see the big uh, difference. Yeah. Keep track. I think keeping track of earnings reports is very key if you want to invest. Uh, looking into stocks, especially right now, look at their earnings reports. Uh, see what they're doing. See how much, like, for example, if you want to invest in stores, what they're doing with their inventory on the shelves, what they're selling, what they're not selling. We need to see, like, I really think that keep track of these numbers, keep track of uh, what the company's doing. I really am against investing blindly. Yeah. I really think that you should look at the numbers. The it's numbers. More of a gamble that way. Yeah, it is. It's basically a gamble. And investing shouldn't be treated as gambling in a sense. You should know that this company looks like it's going to do well. So I feel it's undervalued and it could rise, or I feel like this company's stock is going to rise because of this or that. You look at certain ratios, like like we looked at earnings per share, you look at the return on equity, price-earnings ratio. Like These ratios are very Turn on key. assets is a good one as well. Yeah. Look at these ratios. I feel like these ratios, they're available to everybody. Look on Yahoo Finance or websites like that. Yeah, or you could calculate them yourself too. And yeah, you can find all their numbers, so they're easy to calculate. Mm -hmm. I, they're accessible. We have access to all this, so utilize that. I really feel like you can make some money on the stock market during times, any times, really. There are always times for opportunity. Yeah, the, a recession is the, it's known as one of the biggest transfers of wealth. Yeah. From uh, from past recessions, so we got to see what goes on with this one because right now, no one seems to know what's going on when there's a recession or when it's gonna happen. Yeah, people say that we're in a recession already. Like we hear all sorts of stuff. For now, I guess stop looking at what people think. Like don't be like, oh, this this person said we're in a recession. We're in a recession. Like look into the stuff, and I th think that. Invest in what you see, not what other people see, right? Yeah, definitely, you know, don't take advice from anyone and definitely make your own decisions. Yeah. So what do you think the midterms, how that could affect uh, government policy with the trade? I really wanted to touch on that because the midterms are coming up this week. Yeah, um, I'm not sure exactly how it'll affect it, but there definitely will be, and it'll definitely affect the financial market. Because mm -hmm. if it affects trade, I guess that, because in the long run, you're going to see when all these people, whatever happens with the elections, who wins, who doesn't, we're going to see effects on trade because we're going to see how uh, the government votes to do everything. And we're going to see what bills they pass, what they're going to do, because you got the presidential elections coming up in two years. So I feel like that either party is going to try to do a push to uh, see what they believe can help with that and what could help the current conditions, because the current conditions look very, how do I say, very 
Weary. Weary, concerning. We don't know what's going to happen. No one knows. So really consider what happens on Tuesday. Pay attention to what happens on Tuesday at the elections and uh, keep track of everything. That's what I, that's my take on everything right now. Keep track of everything. Don't listen to what a bunch of people say online and uh, ha- yeah. know that you have access to information. What's your take? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's definitely, it can be, look like a difficult time to invest, but sometimes these are the best times to start. Yeah, just know, just understand that you can know what you're doing. It's not like anyone's telling you to get some special education and know what you're doing. Yeah, it's almost better just to kind of try it yourself blindly. Not blindly, but, you know, look into a company and try it yourself and see what happens. Learning. And uh, you can learn your own advice from that. rather than from somebody else learn from whatever you do if you experience something good or bad learn from it i think that's key to investing in anything not even just stocks you can invest in anything Mm -hmm. we talk about the stock market here but investing can go in anywhere but you got to be weary you have to pay attention to what's going on so that's my take so all right let's wrap it up for today thank you matt for being with me Yeah, of course. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.